everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Today, as you notice at the beginning of the show, and you will notice at the end of the show, there is no music because I want to get down to the nitty gritty, as they say, and talk about the coronavirus, or should we say Omicron, and the Australian Open Championship, Novak Djokovic. Now, I am really, really surprised that we are dealing with this situation with him participating in the Australian Open, and he knowingly um, is not only not vaccinated, but has tested positive and still wants to not only go into um, the championship, the U.S., excuse me, Australian Open, but um, he wants to have all the exemption and exceptions uh, geared to him because he is the champion and he wants to make history. And the fact that he actually was walking around with no mask, knowing he's positive and being around kids, I thought we need to talk about this. So today, you know, I said I'm only going to do Wednesday's episodes. We're going to do WWW. And unfortunately, this week it is still what the what Wednesday, because I don't understand what we got to do to try to do everything we can to make people safe. And the people in Australia were saying that they have finally kept their numbers low. They have one of the smallest or lowest death rates due to the virus. And here this man come in wanting to just act like it. he didn't, he doesn't have it or act like it's okay. So let's talk about this. Hey guys, so I guess the question is, should we... Allow people who are athletes or celebrities be exempt from having the vaccination when they're dealing with other people. And especially athletes, if they're playing with other players and the other players are vaccinated and they're not, is that fair because they're famous? Now, of course, you can't tell anybody they can get, I mean, they have to get vaccinated and force them to. However, you can say that if they don't, they can't participate in the sport nor get paid for not participating, and that may or may not change their mind. And the reason why I want to talk about this is two reasons. One is that the virus has just gotten, it seems like it's gotten worse. I actually know a lot of people, even vaccinated people, who have gotten the virus. Now, I must admit, the vaccinated people I know who did get the virus, they just kind of was down and recover and they're okay but those who got it that i know that are not vaccinated or still having some negative effects as far as how they're feeling and the reason why i want to talk about this is because we got a lot of controversy right now at the australian open tennis uh, championship and as you know Novak was told he could not play because he knowingly came to australia unvaccinated and um, they wanted them to be vaccinated. And if I'm not mistaken, when I was looking at the news, uh, they were saying that 97% of the tennis players going over there playing in the Australian Open are vaccinated and that Australia had a major, major issue trying to get the virus under control. And so for this player, because he's number one in the world and historically the best, um, felt did so what he's coming out there anyway and what I didn't know is they were showing different videos of him walking around with no mask at all 
So I guess the issue for me is um, you can do what you want about the virus as far as vaccination, but at least be respectful and wear a mask. And especially if you're in a city or a country that you know that it's been an issue all along and they're asking you to participate in a sport with other people, because I wouldn't want to get... Um, in a situation where I am vaccinated and I'm playing against someone that's not. Now, in tennis, you're not as close in proximity, but you still got the sweat. You got the the breathing and all that, you know. So this guy, Novak, he went on and took it to court. And ironically, um, he won. I mean, it was overturned. Now, they said on the news that the prime minister can overturn the overturn. And I don't know if he plans to, but right now, according to the independent.com UK, uh, he's preparing, Novak is preparing for the Australian Open. You know, they said after days of uncertainty over him being allowed to enter the country, and even now, there remain suggestions that, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> he has more questions to answer. Now, he won the appeal for his visa application. Now, he began training in Melbourne ahead of the year's first big tournament, but received a decidedly uncomfortable reception. Now, I don't know how he thought, mm -mm, I don't know how he thought it was okay to uh, even do what he did and think that people wouldn't find out about it. But unfortunately, he did, you know. So what do you think? You know, there's some NBA players that are very well known that people are saying did not, um, get the vaccine, and a lot of players don't want to play with them. So what do you think? You know, I was uh, looking at the independent, and um, I don't know. I, I It was just talking about it, and <laughs> he's now, according to the Guardian, he's now blaming, okay, they're saying that he's blaming the agents in Australia for the paperwork mistake and admits not isolating after positive COVID results. You know, I don't understand because um, they were showing, I mean, some things you might complain maybe about the paperwork, but if you're admitting not isolating after the positive COVID results, then that part is probably the part they're more concerned about. So I'm a little concerned about his statement. You know, let me just read this, uh, 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 the statement that he has. This is in The Guardian, and it says that he has blamed his agent, his agent. So I'm guessing he ain't his agent anymore, or his agent, mm, if his agent put him out here like that, I don't know, but maybe the agent's just going to take the fall for the paycheck. But it said he's blamed his agent for administrative mistake when declaring he had not traveled in the two weeks before his flight to Australia and acknowledge an error of judgment by not isolating after he tested positive for COVID. I think that's more than an error of judgment. That's just, I'm just going to say my opinion. That's privileged uh, actions. You felt you were so great that you didn't have to. I don't think he. it was an error in judgment. He just didn't do it. And it's saying, you know, he's the world's number one tennis player. And he released a statement and saying in a bid to address what he called continuing misinformation about his activities in December before he came to Australia and a bid to retain his Australian open crown. Now, 
but his statement posted to Instagram did not address reports <laughs> by Dear Siegel claiming apparent ano anomalies with his December 16th PCR test results. The result, excuse me, the reporting has raised questions about the positive COVID diagnosis that forms the basis of his exemption to travel to Australia. Now, in the statement today, um, his statement claims, it's, they're saying Wednesday, which is today, but it was yesterday in Australia. But it says Wednesday's statement claims he wasn't notified of his positive result until December 17th. Despite his affidavit to the federal circuit court that he was both tested and diagnosed on six, on December 16th, which is the day before. So somebody's lying. You know, um, Australia's immigration minister, Alex Hawk, has confirmed he is still considering recanceling his visa, citing lengthy further submissions and supporting documentation from the player's lawyers as the cause of delay. Now, he had his visa restored by the Federal Circuit Court on Monday, but his ability to stay in Australia was put in doubt by the ministerial review. You know, in different countries, they're set up different than America. Now, see, on Tuesday, it was revealed that the Australian Border Force was investigating his pre-flight declaration after images emerged suggesting he was in Belgium. Belgrade less than two weeks before his flight from Spain to Australia on January 4th. And that's 2022. So, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like he'd been a lot, he'd been doing a lot of traveling to have the virus. And I would be very concerned if I was on any of them flights with him because it's really, really, um, it's really concerning that knowingly he's flying around positive and won't tell nobody. And then as you will uh, see, if you go online, there's a whole bunch of videos of him walking around, which isn't cool because knowingly you're infected and that's not cool. You know, on Wednesday, he said he wished to correct mis misinformation in the interest of alleviating broader concern in the community about his presence in Australia. He said, I want to emphasize that I have tried very hard to ensure the safety of everyone and my compliance with testing obligations. I attended a basketball game in Belgrade on December 14th, after which it was reported that a number of people tested positive with COVID. Let me stop right there. I don't know what he means by a number of people, if he means his camp or just other people. So if he's meaning other people, I guess he's figuring I'm just one more other person. But you're not just one, one, one more other person. You're a very big celebrity, especially when you talk about the Australian Open. So I, I hope that's not what he mean. I don't know what he mean. I'm just saying my comment about what he says. And then he says, he goes on to say, despite... Oh, boy, despite. Despite is kind of like the word anyway. I think that is so um, dismissive, but that's just me. He says, despite having no COVID symptoms, I took a rapid uh, antigen test on December 16th, which was negative and out of an abundance of caution, also took an official and an approved PCR test on that same day. Now, he said he took a PCR test on that same day, but I noticed he didn't say that it came out negative. 
Now, he said the other test came out negative, but he didn't say if this one did. So, did it? So, then he said on December 16th, he attended a tennis event in Belgrade to present awards to children. Okay, so now this man's being around children who we know we need to protect from COVID even more. He's saying after testing negative again on a rapid test. That's what he said. He said, I was asymptomatic and felt good, and I had not received the notification of a positive PCR test result until after that event. Now, okay, that answers what I just said before. The fact is that PCR test, which is, I think, the standard, he tested positive. Now, keep in mind, he took the test before he was around the kids. He hadn't seen the results, but after he had been around the kids, he got the results, which said, guess what? He's positive. This is crazy. And that's what I want to talk about. Do you think there should be any exceptions for the rules? Because it seems like there are a lot of exceptions for celebrities. And we're already having a us, them, privilege, non-privilege uh, war in the world, and especially in America. So I don't know. I, I, You know, I didn't even know if I wanted to even do this. But the reality is the COVID numbers are still going up. And so we can't act like that. So we need to talk about... Um, how do we get this under control? Because it doesn't look like COVID's going away anytime soon, but we need to get this under control. So, you know, let's talk about the Australian Open in this situation. Now, check it out. They were talking a couple days ago to some other tennis players, and they were saying, if it were me, and listen to what they say, for, for Australians all around our nation, but in particular, Victorians have, have had a real... In some way, I, I feel uh, sorry for him. But at the same time, um, he know, he knew the conditions since uh, a lot of months ago. So he makes his own decision. From the Australian public, I, I know how hard it has been for, for Australians all around our nation, but in particular, Victorians have, have had a real rough trot over the last 18 months and two years. And... You know, I, I understand uh, why they may be frustrated with the decision, but um, ultimately I have no interest in speaking about Novak's medical history. It's not my decision. That Those decisions are made. They're completely out of my control. I mean, for sure I have sympathy for Novak. Nobody wants to be in that situation. But at the same time, I can understand why Australian people obviously feel like in that way. They, I think Melbourne had the longest lockdown in the world, so I can understand these people. I feel uh, terrible since yesterday, last 24 hours, that they are keeping him as a prisoner. It's just not fair, it's not human. So I just hope that he will be strong, as we are trying also to, to be very strong, to give him some energy, to keep on going. You know, I think if it was me that wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be getting an exemption. Um, and that's, you know, but well done, you know, well done to him for getting clear to come to Australia and, and compete. Looking at the situation, it's definitely incredible that this happened the way it did, especially to Novak, that he got here, that, you know, this is still going on. So, uh, you know, definitely feeling very sorry for him and, you know, hope that this, this is going to be resolved uh, very soon. Well, it was interesting because that was a press conference and you could hear the different variations of the volume of the speakers, which I thought was weird because they were all sitting there at the press conference. But um, that was the Guardian. I had found that and I just wanted you to hear what other people were saying about this that are 
in Australia and um, will be playing in the Open. So it, this is this is a crazy situation. I just really hope that we start talking about this and when we're talking about famous people and um, doctors, excuse me, and athletes playing with other people because I personally wouldn't want to play with no one if I was an athlete that wasn't vaccinated. I wouldn't, but that's just me. So I don't know. I just wanted to talk about this. And let's just overall talk about COVID again. I'm just so sick of talking about it. But you guys now just keep making sure that if you're not vaccinated, that you continue to social distance that you continue to wear your mask. And speaking of mask, that you upgrade your mask to a KN95 or N95. And I had to go and find out the difference. And what the KN95 is, is a uh, N95 mask made out of China, which is not approved by U.S. government. But um, if you look at the price, the differences are uh, like ridiculous between the KN95 and the N95. Um, it's almost half. And so unfortunately, you know, a lot of people don't have money to keep spending on these masks. And I got the KN95 um, because they, it was affordable for me to get it in bulk. So I've ordered hundreds, literally. Um but make sure you go online to see how you can tell the difference of a real mask and a fake one. And they talk about the wording in the inside of the mask, too. So they made that clear that you need to have some numbers inside those masks, whether it's a N95 or KN95. And it can't just be a mask because if it's just a mask um, that hasn't been approved by any government, it is probably a fake one. And if it's fake, I don't know if you're really being protected. You're just looking like you're protected. Last night I went online and said, what can I do even with the, <laughs> excuse me, even with the numbers? Because anybody know about anything fake? If they're good, they're going to make it look good. Because I would think if they know there's numbers in the, the inside of the mask, those making fake masks will also put some numbers in there. Now, the numbers may not be real or make sense, but they will look right. And I'm going to try a test that they mentioned. Well, there's two things that I was looking at that they mentioned you could use to test your mask to see if it's fake. Now, one of them was saying, like, light a candle or light a match and put your mask on first and light a match and try to blow it out. And they said that if you were able to blow it out, it's not a real uh, authentic mask because you shouldn't be able to just blow that that easily if there's layers. You know, the ones I have claim to be five-ply five layers. So I'm going to try that. But the easiest thing that they mentioned, which I'm going to try, is to fill it up with water and see if it leaks. And they were saying that if it leaks, then... It's not an authentic mask. So keep that in mind. I don't know if these are true, but I'm going to try them. And keep in mind that you really, really are responsible for having your own mask the way it's supposed to be. And as they mentioned, if you want to wear your fancy material mask, that's fine. Wear it over your N95 mask or KN95 mask. Because your material mask with this Omicron is not even 
It's just decorations. It's not even working. And even some of the uh, paper, the blue-white paper masks we've been wearing, at least double up. Um, if I wear them, which I don't now since I have so many uh, KN95 masks, but I do have some still in the car. I'm not going to throw them away. So if I go in the store real quick, I may double up those. And, and unfortunately, I can admit a few times I didn't double up and I should have. And then just throw them away when I come out the store so I won't feel um, like I'm wasting money. And um, these are just things that we're just going to have to live with right now, it looks like. So it doesn't look like the virus is going away anytime soon. Those who don't want to get vaccinated, that's your right. But at least try to wear masks and also try to social distancing. Just try to social distance because when I'm in the store... I just really get irritated that somebody, I can feel them breathing. They shouldn't be that close to me. So when I'm in the store, especially where there's uh, shopping carts, what I do now is I put the shopping cart in back of me so that they have to stand in back of the cart in order to be in line with me. So I'm giving my own distancing. Instead of putting the cart in front of me now, I put it in back of me. Then that way, I mean, they have to stay in the back of the cart. So I'm giving myself distance. So you might want to consider that if you're somewhere where you're shopping and there's a cart. Because I think it's really unfortunate that people are really not taking this seriously. And even if you don't, can you at least be a little considerate for those of us who are and this was just an episode. I just I just wanted to talk about it because we got to still, I mean, we still got to protect ourselves from this virus and we still need to address the privileged and the exemptions of uh, athletes and celebrities because, I mean, they're human just like everybody else. But unfortunately, they can get the virus and they can give the virus just like everybody else else. So next week um, it's going to be interesting because the Australian Open, as they mentioned in one of the videos, is next week. So it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out with this man and um, when he leaves, how the numbers in Australia will be. Because whether it was him or he wasn't even in the vicinity, if the numbers start getting out of control after the Australian Open, i uh, promise you they're gonna blame him for the whole thing even if it wasn't him you know that how that works so i was going through some things and i just wanted to add this to the episode howard stern as a lot of you know has had a show for years and i was never a fan i mean i wasn't a hater i just wasn't a fan of his show i actually became a fan of him to see who he was when he was a judge on americans got talent i'm gonna be honest but i saw this one article and it was saying um what howard stern was feeling about this and it's entitled um howard stern grand slams novak Djokovic's not novak stance and he's quoted as what a f f and a hole <laughs> this is the new york post <laughs> So I said, oh, let me check this out and see what Howard Stern was saying about him. So they got this, uh, and it's really weird because you can't even hear it clearly. So what I'm going to do is they're talking about it, and they're also putting little things on the screen that you can't see, but you can always go to NewYorkPost.com and see where it says Howard Stern rips Novak 
Jankovic's. But listen to what he says, and then I'm going to read what comes up on the screen because you'll be able to hear it. I mean, you won't be able to see it over the, the podcast. Check it out. That's not name is Jankovic. The Joker. The Joker. I call him the Joker. What a f- idiot. <laughs> they said he went off on Novak for his anti-vax stance. He had COVID at the very beginning of COVID. He got who knows. He could be lying. No, he no, could be he lying. Actually, did have it and had to sit out some games. It says Stern also called him a D bag amid the tennis stars <laughs> saga in Australia. In the statement. Jankovic admitted he didn't immediately isolate after testing positive for COVID-19 last month. It's unclear how the scandal will impact his ability to remain in the country and play in the season's first Grand Slam. That was from the New York Post. I thought that was interesting. I just hate that the audio to that wasn't very clear. I mean, very loud. Uh, I really would have wished uh, we could have heard it louder, but I'm going to kind of read some of the article. And um, it says that uh, radio icon and <laughs> pro-vaxxer Howard Stern is ripping Novak Djokovic o- over the tennis star's controversial stance regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. The comments came as the 20-time Grand Slam champion faces the possibility of getting banned from the Australian Open after not disclosing his vaccine status. Being vaccinated is a requirement. Oh, check it out. Being vaccinated is a requirement for non-citizens entering the country. Now, check that out. I didn't know it was for anybody, not just for the Australian Open. It is a requirement for non-citizens coming into the country. So that takes it to a whole nother level. It's a requirement for anybody, not just celebrities or not just athletes, anybody. So he done broke everything. He done broke all the rules. Wow. That is really, that's, mm, I'm glad I read this article because I didn't know that. It's so much being said, but if it's a requirement, I mean, I don't even understand. Do they know what the word requirement is? Because it seemed like that should say everything. In spite of what he's there for, we could go, but we can't get in because it's a requirement. But now they're saying, no, uh, it's a requirement. We're going to make an exception. Interesting. Guys, just keep mindful of the virus still being there. And I hope you guys stay safe. And we're going to talk about something probably a lot more fun next Wednesday because this is depressing and this is sad and this is privilege at its finest. And you know me, I'm just going to say what I need to say. And that is follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. Follow us on Instagram, also at Advocacy Ladies. And we are on every podcast station uh, from Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Alexa, TuneIn, and of course, my podcast hosting company, Podbean. You know, if you have any questions or subjects you want us to talk about, give us a call at 
855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshadepate19 at gmail.com. And if you notice, I did not have any music in the background as I said that. Because what I'm going to do on Wednesdays is just change it up. So today, I decided to make this all talk, no music, because I wanted you all to listen clearly, closely, and um, vigilantly to this specifically talking about the mask that you need to be wearing if you decide to go out. So, you know, my favorite question always is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.